How's it going, everybody? This is Martin Stokes here, and this is Dean Spurry, and I am a traveller, and I am a countryman. Welcome to a traveller and a countryman podcast. Yes, we're here anyway this evening in the studio, and it's. Um, you sound very our- formal there. Loosen up a little bit. Don't be looking at me like I'm a tick. Loosen it up a bit. Can you just wipe that out? Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. From all the way in the corner of Ballymore. All Bally the way Mon. from New York. All the way from New York. You're fucking yes. jumping on a plane there. All, all the way from the corner of Ballymore. All the, all the way from the corner of nowhere. The number one podcast in Ireland. With the most handsomest two blokes you'd ever see. One bloke. Which one is ugly, you or me? Well, you want to speak for yourself there. <laughs> I'm actually, I find myself you kind of attractive. Speak, do you, yeah? I, like, I've no problem saying that I well, am attractive. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're satisfied with your own, <laughs> with, with your own looks. I'll but I'm sorry for your troubles. Be your baby tonight. <laughs> I'm sorry for your troubles, good. So, it's a new year, yeah. 2023. Thanks be to God. Uh, so, let's start off, as we mean to go on, and where I want to go is right to the top. So this is our number 30 podcast. This yes. is 30 podcast, 3-0. Yeah, not bad. No. I, who would have thought about it? Like, when did we start in May that me and you would still be chatting, still be talking, still have stuff to say? After all the fights. It's been a tough old road. There's been a couple of times where I wanted to sack you because you, sometimes you act like a tick. Dean, don't just sack me. Just cut the weeds. Don't sack me. Just <laughs> <laughs> What's that song? Um, the Old Triangle. Yeah, is he, Yeah, he's waiting for the bleeding fella to put the wages up. Yeah. Okay. If, if only we got a few quid for this. Oh, by the way, if there's anyone out there who wants to give us a few quid for doing this, right? <laughs> nice, yeah. Come and have a chat with us. Like, obviously, me and Martin are doing probably what's, you know, the most unique, interesting podcast in the country. It's a big... Uh, Ballymun are bleeding mouthy like me and Martin a traveller man like the perception of me as a working class Ballymun man and Martin is that we're two mouthy fools two but actually two loonies, yeah. but actually the conversations we have are so fucking interesting and the people that we get on are so interesting and the conversations that we're going to have in 2023 are only going to get more interesting and more uh, you know that you can get your teeth into them Especially now that Dean is ho- holding out the begging hat. I have no problem begging. So. I have no problem putting my hand up and going. If there's anyone out there who wants to come and have a chat with me and Martin, fill that sponsor cap. this podcast. Fill that cap. To put a couple of grand on the table and go, you know what, lads? I think what you're doing is shit hot. I don't care who you are. Well, I do care. If you're a brand that I'm not really into, you know what I mean? Come and have a chat with us. If you're something interesting, uh, I don't know, mental health or fucking anti-racism or... Come and have a bleeding chat with us. We'll bite the hand off you for, for a bit of sponsorship. Our empty pockets. All donations, basically, what you're saying is made welcome, yes. My kind of New Year's resolution for 2023 is to be more lovely, more honest, more tolerant, but push myself and push Martin a little bit more just to do the shit hot best podcast we could possibly do because most people don't get the opportunity to do a podcast. It sounds like you're talking there like New Year's resolutions, like, is it? Yeah, what's yours? Do you have any? Have you thought about it? Um, well, look, we all make promises and do, do we keep them is another thing. What, what, what I think what we should do is um, promise to try, not exactly make that promise. Promise I'm going to try. Well, I'm going to throw the cat amongst the pigeons. I'm going to promise to try to get Traveller Women's Voices on this podcast in 2023. 
because we've been steering away from it. For well, the I last hope six your months. dream comes true, Dean. We've had one traveller woman on it, and it was a safe bet. It was your ma. We had my ma on it. We had Lynn Ruan. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Very good. But there are other people out there, <laughs> yes. and they know who they are, and we know who they are, who want to come on this podcast. So, have you um, have you got something against settle women? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, but really? I think the challenge the you challenge to, for this podcast get isn't getting settled women on. You it. need to clarify that. You're steering away from this now. Are you? I will have as many settled women on this podcast as yes. I'm allowed. I'm the one who invited well, we Lynn Rowan down. No, we did have, of course we did, and she was very welcome. In our and, live podcast. And she's done a great job. I think the issue is inviting traveller women so, no, on. No, I was a bit confused when you said about uh, traveller women. You're stating it again. So why, uh, why specifically traveller women? Because you know, that's what I can't you understand. know that the elephant in the room is getting traveller women on this podcast yeah, might be the know, easiest thing to do. you know also it's very hard to get traveller women to talk. You, obviously you know that. Uh, I know at least four of them that are gagging to talk. Um, there's, a, there's the other thing as well, Dean, where is... Um, they might be shy to come on to the I podcast. I know at least four of them that aren't shy to come on. They've asked me to come on. I'm, is that right? Yeah. So why have you not got them on then, Dean? That's why I can understand. So uh, next week then, are we getting a traveller woman on? No, I'm not saying that. I'm asking you, why have you not got them on? We, we, well, we know is why. There's something stopping We know it? why, because you're not ready to get them on. Dean, say it, say it, say it if you want to You're say not ready to why get traveller women on here because you're too shy. Maybe I am shy. If I'm if I'm uh, if I'm shy about talking to uh, to traveller women, you talk to your mammy. Your mammy's a traveller woman. She's my mother. Yeah, she's not a stranger. She's not a threat she's to you. Not, no, she's not a stranger. She's to not me. a threat to your relationship. <laughs> Go on, Dean. Come on, man. She's not a stranger, Dean. She's a uh, she's my mother. Like you've had so, people in here. You don't no. know Fallon. You wouldn't know if you passed him in the yeah. street. He's a stranger. But the truth is, right? Let's put it this way: you're not ashamed, or you're not. You're obviously not ashamed of your mother, but you're not as shy to talk around her. Like you know what I mean. But the, the reality of it is, if you're shy around someone talking to certain uh, around certain people, there's not much you can do about that. So, what certain people would you be shy talking around? There's probably lots and lots of people that I would be shy, honestly. If, uh, if I didn't know people, or say, you don't know, you didn't know me, mammy. You weren't shy around her. Yeah, she's um, she definitely didn't know Shawnee. No, Kinsley. I'll tell you why. It's, maybe it's because she's a. Uh, an older, probably, I don't know, intelligent woman or maybe it's because I've got to sort of know her through you or something like that. I don't know. But young traveller women, yeah, of course I'd be shy around them. Any, any traveller man would be shy around them. There's no doubt about that. No, there's any, no, no, there is doubt Dane, about it. Because that same thing, Dane, there I'm is trying to understand there's it. There's no doubt about it. Anyway, any, any other traveller man will understand what I'm talking about. So can you and say to me in a way that. that I understand it so I stop poking the stick in your ribs to go, yes. come on, Martin, get over it. Dean, if you ask a traveller girl to come onto this podcast, yeah, uh, you probably won't see me here because, as I said to you, I'm sort of I'm sort of shy about that. Don't I mean? I don't understand what you mean by shy about it. Can you just um, expand on that a little bit? Wouldn't use the word uh, shamed. Some people use the word uh, I'm ashamed to do Would that. Would you be threatened? In what way, like? Would you get stick back off with a traveller man? Um, probably yes. So you would, yeah. Probably. Off your sons? Uh, yeah. <laughs> off their. Brothers and sisters and everybody, fathers, probably everybody, everybody, everybody yeah, probably, who, yeah. Who does that traveller man think he is talking to them? What is, what's wrong with him? Is he, what's wrong with that age? Is he cracking up? Is he cracking up? Or something like that, yeah. So do you find that... that now, that's no disrespect to anybody. Like, I know, but man. do you find that is healthy? Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know because it's a world we're brought up in, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it would be like saying it's to me... It's not that simple just to switch off a let's, bulb, let's, like. let's say... For example, I'd love to get young Kerly Harrington on this podcast. Yes. And I'm sure you would love to get her She's as well. the boxer, is she? She's the boxer. So she's a young woman. Yeah, but Dean... But she's not a young traveller woman. Right. Well, then, let's 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 put this through. I'm not saying this is official, right? But the chances are, right, if you had Kelly Harrington on this show, right, 
on this podcast. You'd yeah? love it. Listen, let me... Let, you sorry, me sorry, question, brother. Right? Sorry, sorry. And the chances are we will talk about boxing, right, basically. Sport, right? Because that's what she's into, isn't it? So we could have a topic all about that. But bring a traveling woman onto our podcast and I will completely get lost. I won't have a clue... It'll be like I'm not even in the podcast, so there'll be no point in me turning up. But you talk to traveller women outside of this room. Um, not really, no. I've seen you. We were at the National Traveller Mental Health Conference in Crow Park. Yes. And there was about four women. Me Some aunt, of them. My auntie, yeah, was, auntie there. was there. You talked to her for 20 minutes. Oh, she's my auntie, of course. Why not? So can we get her on? No, she wouldn't come on here, obviously. I know she won't. I know her. I but think I, she would. But I'm certain that she wouldn't. I'm but there was other women there and other men. Like yeah. we talked to well, let's put a range was, of people. Yeah, there were hundreds of travellers there, obviously. But come on now. It's like a traveller day out. If you're, yeah, it was. But if you're in a room and there's 300 travellers, like men and women, basically. And be honest. Oh, I get it now. There's no... The, the chances are you're going to bump into somebody there, maybe say hello or to have a topic about, or to have a conversation about what the topic is there. On that day, like, you know what well, I mean? if it was just you and a traveller woman well, you in the room, a, no, I, no, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen, no. Because I'll tell you what the story is. You're you're running me off the track here now again, right? I don't mind running um, off the track. If I, for instance, if I went to like one of them big things again, the what call it, uh, the conference, yeah, conference, yeah, in Croke Park, it was yeah, deadly. in Croke Park. Um, the chances are, yeah, you bump into people, but you only have maybe a little word or two with them. There's no big conversation or there's no sitting down with them for two solid hours and then, say, let's say running out of talk and also asking questions. So do you think... It's very, very embarrassing for me to sit down, be honest with you, with a traveller woman yeah. and ask her questions. Seriously, I could never do what that. What about if she asked you questions? It'd be, it'd be similar. It'd be a similar thing. What about if I asked her questions... And you were in the room and you didn't have to There'd say anything. There'd be no sense of me having me there. Exactly, me, exactly. If you don't want me to say anything. <laughs> no, no, no. He wants me to say fucking everything. That's you the want thing. Me, no, you want me to walk right into this, yeah? I know what you, you have to do. I'm not trying to set you up. Look, Martin, like here's, here's the very basics of it. I love you and you're me mate. And I don't want to set you up. But I think you know that there's benefits Dean, to talking. I don't mind you trying to set me up. I'm open for a challenge. That's okay. Work away with that. Do your best. But I'm trying to explain to you in a, in a sensible way as possible here. It just doesn't happen in the traveller world. Can we be the other, people to listen, change that? Listen, other uh, men don't sit down with other, let's say other men's women, if you like, traveller women. Yeah. And say, have them kind of, now. I know I'm saying that, but I'm, I'm not speaking for everybody because I genuinely don't know. Yeah, you're trying to protect everybody by saying nobody. No, I'm not. I won't. I won't. Yeah. I am saying is that there's different travellers out there and they probably have no bother doing the likes of that. Do you understand? Me, I'm just too shy to do like that. So I'm trying to get into it a little bit. Okay, so would you see the benefit of having a conversation anytime yeah. with a traveller woman? Is there just any benefit? To, I just want to let anyone who's listening to this, right? Yeah. I just want to let them know that this is Dean interrogating Martin Day. Is that right? If it feels like an interrogation, yeah. I apologise, but I'm just trying to tease it out. We do do a podcast, and one of the glaring obvious things is we haven't had, other than your mother, a okay, travel tell woman me on something it. then, so will you? If, uh, for instance, you're you're on about a travel woman on the podcast, right? What would um, now? I'm not saying, as I said, with all due respect to women, anyway. Um, what would that bring to our podcast? You, you, you what? Do well, you think? let's let's say there's an obvious person who reached out to us, who both of us spoke to in public, all right? Yes, and she's a senator and she's a traveler, mm. and she has said to us, "I would love to come on to the podcast." Okay, I think. Me and you and a senator sitting down and talking for an hour and a half can only be good because we've done it live on stage. 
Dean, this is the point I'm trying to make to you. Yeah, we've we done it on live on the stage. I understand that. But what I'm trying to say to you is, when it comes to traveller men and traveller women, without a doubt, there's a shyness there. I think the shyness is with the men. And I think the shyness is with is the men. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm honestly saying that. It's yes. less with the women. Because I went to a Maybe conference with, with you. I don't know. I went to a conference with you. And the majority of people there were women, and they had no problem talking. Yeah, but I wasn't talking to them all. That's the thing you see. I was yeah, talking they, to them all. They had no problem talking. I was talking to Eileen Flynn, yeah, for a couple of minutes, myself and yourself. I was talking to me auntie for a while. We even said to Eileen Flynn, why don't me, you and Martin sit up on that stage next year and do a live podcast in front of three or four hundred people? Who knows? Who that knows? would be phenomenal. Who knows what could happen in the future? So there's a thing you said there, I just want to pick it up a little bit. And I'm not trying to pick the scab, I'm just trying to... Get in a little bit and tease no, it out. you just have so, to go into my head. That's all. It's a harm. Oh, if it feels like a gun, that's all right. You're a 50-year-old man. Get over yourself. <laughs> um, you said uh, no traveller man would talk to another traveller uh, man's woman. I sort of overest. I over. Um, I overrun the conversation there, yes. Yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, I what if the traveller sort of woman isn't it. with a man? No, I tried to correct it about saying there that uh, a majority of traveller men... Now, I can honestly tell you, men that I know will be very embarrassed to sit down and actually, actually have a big conversation with another traveller woman. I know this. Does, but does, again, does, I did does it that. Fill you, does it, would it fill you with anxiety or fear if I said to you, next week's guest is a traveller woman? <laughs> Obviously it would. I think about it, I'm very busy next week. Okay, so you're coming so, up with juvenile excuses. No, nah, I might be silly. I might be silly. Would, no, but would, it, would it fill you with fear or anxiety or frustration or something like that going... This damn fuckers have to setting me up here now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thing about it is, I uh, it's not about fear or anxiety. I can honestly tell you that I, I'd be I'd be very very shy and ashamed to um to have that. Uh, I'd imagine we wouldn't have a conversation. Would you be open to trying it? What was that? Oh, you heard it. Come on, don't avoid it. It's just me and you in the room here and everyone else listening in and every other traveller in the world listening in and Dean. every other woman travelling in the world listening in. <laughs> just all that pressure yeah, is on you. Let's, just not, let's not make this a woman thing, right? It's not no, no, against no, no, women. The pressure With is on you. With respect. Would, I, you, would you be open to trying I it? think I'd be very shy about it, honestly. I, I, I get that. That's not the question. The if question I, is, would you be open to trying the thing it? thing about it is, this, so I'm explaining to you, if I'm shy about how how can I be open to trying it? You, you try it and you realise, actually, that was more difficult than I thought or actually like the one with Lynn and the live show because you were nervous for that that was actually it a was lot good. more enjoyable it was interesting though yeah it was interesting it was, I think one of the things you said was it was a lot more enjoyable and easy than you thought it was going to be yeah it was interesting the other thing about it is um, you were saying something about uh, about New Year's resolutions is this one of them attacking me when you feel like it do you feel like you're being attacked yes Okay, well, <laughs> my intention is not to attack you. My intention, and I think you know this, yeah. is to work with you to help explore some of the areas and blind spots and biases and fears that both of us have Yes, as, around um, Irish culture, traveller culture, uh, men, women, you know, black, white, all this type of stuff. Can I ask you one question, Dean? You can ask me as many as you um, want. What happened to the Lord Mayor who was supposed to come on three times? I invited the Lord Mayor on and she responded and she said she's very busy. Now, obviously she's very busy, but everybody's very busy if we want to be. So That's this is true. an open invitation on air to the Lord Mayor. Hey, come and get involved. To anybody, you know, anybody out there who wants to engage with us, who, who feels like there's a conversation to be had, just reach out to us. You know what I mean? Who did I reach out to? Pierce Doherty from Sinn Féin. 
I reached out to Christy Moore. I think yeah. that would be an interesting conversation. Yes. Uh, there's a few different people I sent messages to. Damien Dempsey. Damien Dempsey. So Damo said he'll do it. Damo's doing a run of shows in the Abbey Theatre from the end of January. So he's rehearsing now. That'll run for about six weeks. So he said, look, we'll, we'll get it in then. And I know that he wasn't busy for two years during COVID and he's making the most out of every single yeah, day. He's, he's right, he's doing the right thing. Just to fucking survive. Paid, the Damien Dempsey paid him August tour. Yeah, you know what I mean? Plan, so New Year's resolutions. Mine is to, for me to be more loving and tolerant and embracing of other people and other people's cultures. Like I was in um, Fuerteventura surfing uh, with me mate at Christmas and I noticed there wasn't many brown or black people there. So I asked the dude who he hired the camper van for and he was like, where's all the brown people? And he's like, you know, it's kind of more Germans and, you know, da 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 white people that come to this island. Yes. So the day I was leaving, I went down to the docks, went into this little cafe and I was chatting and there was this uh, black girl there. She was kind of a little bit nervous and she was having her lunch and then when she went for a smoke, she grabbed her purse and her bag and she walked past us and I tried to be as less threatening to her as possible. So anyway, between the jigs and the reels, I got talking to her and she's there as a photojournalist for a big newspaper and she's documenting. So she's a young black Moroccan woman documenting refugees leaving Morocco and places like that and going to the Canary Islands. Very good. She's taking pictures of that. And we got talking about that. And that's kind of when I realised my New Year's resolution is to encourage those conversations as much as possible so I am less fearful and less ignorant and less ill-informed Ill of those types of things. And as we were talking, I start bursting out bleeding crying because I realised that the conversation we were having, me and this young black journalist, photographer, was very, very rare, but very, very important. That we see what the, the common humanity that we have rather than seeing the division, the obvious division we have. She's a woman, I'm a man, we can't talk. She's black, I'm white, we can't talk. She's Moroccan, I'm Irish, we can't talk. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Telling you now, fuck that shit. Is there a song we is can sing about to, that? Is that Go going to me? Fuck that shit. That going, that I don't want to be racist or uh, know any racist. If you're an intolerant, ignorant racist, go fuck yourself. So, Dean, tell me something now. Now that you're talking about racists, yeah? Do you, um, what do you think of people that are racist? I think... Now, uh, let's get this one for, right first. Let's okay? do it, let's do it. No, let's get this one right. Um, racist, racism and discrimination are the same thing, am I right? Uh, yeah, okay. Let's be honest, the yeah, yeah, same yeah. thing. Is there, can you, do, do you... Do you know any difference in them, do you? Discrimination is kind of like you treat one set of people differently from another set of people, where yes. racism is one set of people expressly feel superior to another set of people. Same thing. Kind of, yeah. Dang. One of them. So I can feel superior and not treat you differently, or I can feel superior and treat you differently. But it's a fact that people are still being treated different on, on, on both of them. Uh, yeah, based on the on a number of things. Like no, I think it's just written in different lines, that's all. Kind of. So Irish people were treated differently, for example, in America and in London. Yeah. Yeah. So much so that 
you know, I wear a T-shirt now that says more blacks, more dogs, more Irish. Be oh. And it's a kind of antidote to the slogan that was used in London, right. which says no blacks, no dogs, no Irish, no travellers, no, travelers, no that's Jews. Right. Yeah. Like in America in the 50s, there was a signs all over the place that says no Jews, only Gentiles. Mm. Yeah. And I was looking going, what is a Gentile? Because I remember hearing that word when I was growing up, Jews and Gentiles. And a Gentile is basically anybody who's not a Jew. So the sign was saying, no Jews. And then underneath it had, only white Northern Europeans accepted. This was in like, like a golf society in America in the yeah. 50s. Only white Northern Europeans accepted. Sick. So that's a superiority thing. We're white and we're superior and you're not and you're inferior and we're going to treat you differently. So much so that we're going to exclude you from our society. We're going to separate you apart. Yeah. And the word apart, the next word after that is apartheid. So travellers, for example, put out apart or separate to settle people is a form of apartheid. So I think that that's kind of it. Superiority is actually, for me, is people's way of expressing their insecurity or their in their feeling of inferiority or their fear. So they'll stand up and go, no, me, big white man, me, I'm best. You are a black man. Is that how white men talk? I don't know what accent I'm trying to do there. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Me, I'm, I'm a white Irish Christian nationalist. I am the best. Anybody who's not white Irish Christian nationalist, go fuck off and get out of the country. The madness of that is... Irish people in Ireland make up a very small percentage of Irish people in the world. That's right. So let's say there's a hundred million Irish people in the world. Mm. Four or five million of them live in Ireland. So 5% of all Irish people, all Irish stories, all Irish poems, all Irish money, all Irish relationships... 5% only live in Ireland. 95% of Irish people are all over the world. Are immigrants. Yes. Are foreigners, basically. The fo We're foreigners. 95% yeah. of our total, what we call Irish ethnic group. Yes. We're foreigners. Simple as, yes. Done. That's it. So how the fuck can we stand up and point the finger at foreigners coming in here? At basically. foreigners coming in here or people who we perceive as inferior to us because we're afraid so I think that that's where it's at and I all day every day will challenge the fucking stupidity of that the ignorance of that the selfishness of that so Dean tell me something right I know it's probably um, you don't like people who are racist against others do you no no I just don't like anybody who thinks they're superior to anybody okay, else okay right uh, you don't like uh, people who discriminate against other people do you if you're discriminating, the, the if, if somebody else is getting treated differently based on anything, uh, I question that. Height. Let's say, okay, only six foot people can get the ice cream. Well, what about five foot five people? Yeah, well, they don't get ice cream. Only people with brown eyes can get into the shop. Well, what about people with no eyes? Yeah, well, we don't serve no eye fuckers. Only left-handed people get clothes. Well, what about right-handed people? I was discriminated when I was a kid because I was left-handed. And I was actually called lefty or dummy or fucking... <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Now, only recently in this country, if you were gay, 
you went to prison. Only recently in this country, if you were A, B and C, X, Y and Z happened to you. Only recently in London, if you were Irish, you were accused of being a terrorist. Only recently in this country, if you were a traveller, you were a fucking knacker. So how long are we going to hold on to any of this stuff? And who's the new victim? Is there this wanky phrase, military-aged black men? I'm a military-aged man. Am I a threat to people in this country? To young men and young women? Are people going to school? Yes. I live beside a fucking school. Am I a threat because I'm a man? So I'm calling that shit out all day. It's based in fear. It's based in the dis- in uh, division. If you think that those people are the enemy, you want to get your fucking head out of your TikTok, okay? Yeah. The enemy is the banking institutions, is the corrupt p- political classes. If you think it's some poor refugee immigrant coming into Ireland, there's 95 million of Irish people doing that around the fucking world for the last 200 years since we had the famine. If you knew people who were discriminating, just say, against blacks, for instance, right? Would you, if they were friends of yours, would you like that? No. Simple question. I have friends who do that. You have? Yeah. Now, they don't always put the hand up and say... And they still call them friends, yeah. That's an interesting one. If somebody is like that, and I I realise they're like that, because not all the time they put the hand up and go, you know, by the way, I don't like gay people or I don't like um, disabled people. Not everyone says that. Yeah. No, but if you've seen it happening. If I've seen it happen, let's say, for example. If it was a close friend of yours here's, there. Here's an interesting one. I was getting a taxi once home from a Vicar Street gig and yeah. I was with another couple. And one of the people that was with us, was a taxi driver. The fellow I was with was a bit drunk, but he was a taxi driver in his normal day. Oh, he was day. a taxi driver. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So this taxi's coming towards us. It's half one in the morning. We're all a bit drunk. We're all going the same way. I yeah. put my hand out and the taxi driver was black. Yes. And he said to me, I'm not getting into that taxi. And I said, we don't have a relationship anymore. Did you? Yeah. We're kind of done now because you're a fucking idiot. That's the stuff, yeah. You know what I mean? Not like, oh, please, oh, we're all drunk, oh, it was only messing. So did you get into the taxi? I got into the taxi with the black man, with my partner, and went home and just left him and said, bro, you're big and bold enough to be a fucking idiot on your own. That's right. You don't need me to be an idiot with you. That's right. And I'm going to call out your stupidity. I think if you don't call it out... You're complicit. Well, he didn't in do himself any favors. He was just standing on the street, wasn't he? Yeah. If you don't call it out, you're complicit in the in the ignorance, in the in the self righteousness, in the uh, self importance, in the in the supremacy. Yeah. If you don't call it out, if you just shut your mouth and you say nothing and you hear no evil, see no evil, get off the fucking fence and take a stand. You're making us a part okay? of because there's people in this world who are being really, really fucking hurt, and some of them are your cousins, friends, aunties. Some of them were gay, some of them were disabled, some of them were this and that. So if we don't call it out, we're complicit. Yeah, it needs needs to stop somewhere, doesn't it? So, okay, so 2023, if any of my friends are intolerant racists, just do yourself a favour, come and have a chat with me, or fuck (laughs) off. Boom, done. Oh man, indeed. Yeah. Like that and yeah. if any, here's another one for you. If any traveller men don't have what it takes to sit in a room with a traveller woman, <laughs> go and fuck yourself. Cards on the table. Go yeah, and fuck that, yourself. Yeah, but you're, you're bringing it here. There's no one saying anyone's racist against traveller women. 
We just, we're simply saying. Uh, you know what I mean? You call, I we're just simply, call it the way I see it. We're simply saying through our own, through our own weaknesses, we are very shy to talk to, travel, to other traveling women. So right? grow a set of balls it's and very, start talking. It's grow, very, grow up. It's very grow simple, up. and that is not disrespecting anybody. I'll be your baby <laughs> tonight. Oh, my God. Gives an old tune there, will you? You can calm down there a bit now, Dean, because you're beating everybody up there for a little while, so take a, take a breather there. It's not about beating everybody up. It's about, if you want to be... If you want to be silent, be fucking silent. But that's not good enough. More blacks, more dogs, more Irish. If you want to be silent, you want to sit in the fence, you want to sit in your little cosy fucking um, I'm all right, Jack. Don't put, the, don't put the knackers in beside me. If you want to sit in that world, just fuck off. I've no time for you. I've, I've no. no tolerance for that. I'll sit down and have a conversation with you and tease it out, but I'm guarantee you it's based in your fear, your ignorance, and your insecurity, and it's not based in love. Yeah, it's too much for too much for happening all over the world. To be honest about, but you look at us up to themselves. They don't want to change it or not. It's their own, as you say, it's their own, um, it's their own ignorance. It's, it's their own, own bag of shit that they're carrying around. Which means it's their own problems. Yeah, but they but it's not just their own problems when they're out marching on the streets in my community. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or with our out pointing fingers. But it is their own problems. It really is. It's the problem. I know, but they can also cause real hurts to people. Oh, yeah, that's true. Based that's... in fear. The boogeyman in this country used to be the traveller. Yes. There's a new boogeyman. He's a military-aged brown refugee from Africa. That's the new boogeyman. Say, Dean, for instance, right, I'm not, I'm going on to something. Well, not, it's not something different, just a little bit different. And plus, I don't want, um, we don't need no names or anything like Supposing you no had names, a, no scandals. That's the way you work. Uh, as the fellow said, a shut mouth gets no flies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rolling Stone. Was it the Rolling Stone? Don't get no moss. <laughs> <laughs> Supposing right, you had a friend, right, and if it was a good, say, a good old friend of yours, like, if you knew a guy in a pub now, for instance, right, and he was a good friend of yours as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't, you don't have to answer this question. Yeah, okay? this Just, is a fantasy character. I mean, he doesn't actually exist in the real yeah, world. Yeah. Um, or maybe he and does. Supposing, um, supposing that good friend of yours that owned a pub, like I'm just saying this, and you had a good traveller friend, like yeah, and he was using all excuses not to not to serve him, like for one reason or another, but obviously wasn't telling the truth, like he was refusing the business. What would you What would you make out of that, like? I would say if you're open to it, let's sit down and have a powwow, have a conversation. If you're not open to it, yeah, you're not open to it. Have a chat about, it, like, is yeah. it? Like a proper tease it out chat. But yeah. that takes honesty from both sides. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, there's an obvious thing with Irish travellers in Ireland is that sometimes they play the innocent and yeah, they that's go, right. we're not like that. We don't do that. We don't go into places and fuck the place up and smash the place up and sit around and talk shy and fucking harass people. Uh, you do. Not all of you, but you do. Some of them does, yeah. Not all of you. But, but you got that in all walks of life. Exactly. You have it everywhere. Exactly. You don't just have and I'm telling you now, if a brown man or a gay man or disabled man got mm. the same treatment based on the actions of another gay man, there would be fucking uproar. Yeah. Let's say one gay man walks into a pub and smashes the place up and fucking kicks the bollocks out of some of the staff. <laughs> and then the next day, there's a report in the news, all gay fuckers are barred from all bars oh, for all man. time. Yes. There'd be fucking riots. Yeah, They'd be bleeding. Probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't happen. To There'd be young. pride flags up and down O'Connor yeah. Street going, this isn't good enough. Yeah. But the travellers don't have their shit together enough to organise. They don't, they're too shy. Yeah, they don't talk up enough. They I, don't I, talk I don't up get me enough. Wrong. I'm, not a, I'm not a pub guy. I'm not a drinker, basically. 
But, but in, terms of, in terms of any discrimination the against is, travelers, yeah, the gener in general, travelers don't stand up enough to that. They'd rather no, just sit. They in, they'd fight. rather sit in the shy and let it happen. They don't need to. Uh, they don't need to fight about it or make this big what they call it. But I think there could be. Uh, they could make a small bit of a stand there somewhere. So who would they be standing up against? They'd be standing up against discrimination. The best way of putting it. Yeah. But. And most of all, the people that are causing the discrimination. What about the travellers who are causing this shit? Because that's a harder one to challenge. It is, but it, it let it let it be dealt with individually. Let it be dealt with through the law. Whatever way they want to deal with it. Because we have if, this thing called the law. If a barman has law. a problem, yeah. If a barman has a problem with with a with a traveller coming through his door, and say if there is an argument, or no, nine times out of ten pubs have um have uh, these bouncers, anyway, they call them bouncers, but they're supposed to be security, but they call them bouncers because they're bullies. Okay, so Martin, I think what the problem is is that travellers want the best of both worlds. Because uh, I was I was driving with you a couple of weeks ago going, oh, don't pay a toll bridge. I know loads of my mates don't pay toll bridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know loads of my mates don't pay fines when they get clamped. They just rip the fucking clamp off. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Travellers don't do that. Travellers do that as much as anybody <laughs> else does it. Do you know what I mean? I know. Travellers dump as much as non-travellers dump. Yes. Just It's just too easy to call travellers knackers and shit on them. Yeah. The challenge, I think, is, is that travellers want the best of both worlds, but they're not prepared yet to fight their corner for the and own the bit. Do you know what I mean? They still want the freedom of the old ways, but they're calling out, on the other hand, the discrimination. There needs to be a bit of movement. You know what I mean? There yeah. needs to be a bit of, bit of walking towards the fucking water. Yeah, but if you think of it this way, um, if travellers are not out um, there, uh, as you said, walking towards the water, is it? Yeah. If they're not out there, like, say, protesting, and they're not bringing a protest to certain pubs where they've been refused and it's not highlighting all this. Well, then hold your wish. Yeah, but then um, it, it also shows you that they're not looking for the sympathy card either. Yeah, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Think about it. Yeah. So who, who can say they're looking for sympathy or looking for petting or whatever it might be if they're not actually highlighting it, it this does, stuff? It does, it does. I'd say it probably like annoys instance, me more that travellers don't get into pubs than it, than it annoys travellers. Yeah, but for instance, yeah, but you see, the thing about it is, being honest about it, travellers are gone so used to it now, they just don't, uh, they don't take it on board. What's that song? If you tolerate this, then your children will be next. Yeah, we'll that's right, next. yeah. But the thing and, uh, is, yeah, I think there's, there's another side of that. If you're in uh, a working class community and refugees come in and you tolerate it, well, then they're going to attack your children. You? That's a load of bollocks, by the way. That's a load of bollocks. That's not happening. That's fucking fear. That's not what that song means. Fear, what You've is got the fear that being, fucking thing. What the, is the fear? The fear is, in this case, so what's the genuine threat to settled people from travellers? To settled people? Yeah. The, ge the, the genuine what's threat. The real threat. The, the actual threat, threat. The real threat. Yeah. The real threat is their own imagination. Boom. So that's what I'm saying. The real threat... It's what they're actually thinking that the threat is to themselves. So there's no threat at all then? No, I'm not, look, I'm not seeing... No, I, I don't believe there's a threat, to be honest about it. Let's say, for instance, right, uh, there's a big crowd of travellers in the pub. Like, don't get me wrong in saying this, right? I'm not, uh, what you call it, trying to defend the situation 100%, like, you know what I mean? But if you look on the if you look on that YouTube stuff there, right, you'll see lots and lots and lots. I get, I get like, WhatsApps almost... 
not every day, but lots and lots and lots of times, where um, like pubs in England, pubs in Scotland, pubs down the country, where all these, um, let's say, they're almost gang fights, if you want to put it that way, where you have, uh, you could have 20 lads in the corner watching a football match and... Travellers, non-travellers? No, non-travellers. Yeah, and yeah, I'm not, yeah. No, I'm not saying it doesn't happen with travellers. I'm not saying... Absolutely it does. That it doesn't 100% happen. 100% it does. But, but it also I happens can honestly tell a you lot this now. With, non- with non-travellers. Because I've often sent out, uh, I've often sent out the, WhatsApp, the WhatsApps, not sent out the WhatsApps, I've often received the WhatsApps, right? And you see where all these lads are throwing cheers and like I've seen it, genuinely seen it. So why aren't they getting barred from pubs? This one getting that. I have genuinely seen it on the what you call where lads again, as I said, sending their WhatsApps with these uh, these um, bunches of lads throwing stools, throwing whatever is in their hands. Let be you name it. But and also I've seen some of them where it happened on uh, some of the streets in Dublin. Also, yeah, where there could be twenty lads one side, maybe ten or fifteen the other side, and they'd be all throwing at each other. But. The re- what I would realise was then, I've often sent out messages asking, who's these lads or who's this or who's that? Because sometimes you can't exactly see who it is. Oh, that's a bunch of uh, set lads in Dublin that's, uh, that, 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 that's having that argument. Uh, that's a bunch of lads in Tenerife. That's a bunch of lads in London. And not all the time they're travellers. But it's the same sort of get out, if you know what I mean. So it's happening in... in, uh, in um, we are naive it if is we happening think that in, all... Crime in America is perpetrated by young black men. Okay? You would be fucking nuts to believe that. And if you want to prove it, go and watch a documentary on Netflix about the white banker fucking dude who ripped off 68 billion euro from people. You could add up all the black crime in America and it wouldn't come to 68 billion fucking euro. Dean, he is mad bastards. If you... um. Say, for instance, if you had a pub, right? I don't know who he is, are, though. I'm just making that up. If you had a, a pub, right? And say... You're like a dog with a bone with this fucking pub thing. No, yeah, that's right. That's what we were talking about, a pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, took, you went away from it four times. So that's why I'm going back. The, the bone is still there. If you were uh, owned at a pub, yeah? Right, you, you served, say, a couple of travellers, right? And just say some silly thing happens. It could be something small. And you tell, like, that's, that's it. Don't come back no more. Fair enough, they probably wouldn't go back. But if, if one or two travellers in or whatever, four or five travellers landed at your door in next week, basically, and wanted to come in for a drink, what would you say to them? Would you still be in fear of the la- the, the bit of an argument that was last week? Like, Martin, what be I honest. really enjoy doing is tarring every fucker with the same brush. So you tell them So no. if I see somebody with a scar on their face, I'm going to judge them. I'm going to go, that's a mad fucker. I'm... Yeah. They're not coming into my pub. If I see um, somebody who has the sore name that I don't like, yes, they're not coming into my holiday camp. Yes, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I see a one-eyed fucking leprechaun bastard with ginger hair and he's gay and he's in a wheelchair, I don't let them fuckers into my shop. Yeah. Because all one-eyed leprechaun, so red-headed, me you'd be fucking like every, gay, disabled fuckers, they're all weirdos. Are you saying you'd be like every other barman in, in Ireland, yeah? It's the easy one, isn't it? Is that what you're saying, Just yeah? fuck yous all. Do you want to tell the boys you're being sarcastic to you? <laughs> <laughs> if you can't smell the sarcasm on me, you want to cop on. I, I put a couple of posts up actually slagging people who are out protesting against brown men coming to Ireland. And one of them was... Lads, you were all out. You were all crying your eyes out last week when fucking Pele died. Pele was in Ballymun. Pele's brown. 
That's true. You know what I mean? Black, yeah, yeah. Fucking Phil Linnet. He's we're all fucking singing Phil Linnet's song. And he's Irish. Christmas. He's black and Irish. Is yeah, he not is. a threat to your children? You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. So, I was away in the Canaries for Christmas with me mate Sofin. I got sick. We heard a camper van. Two of us had the flu in the camper van for a week. On the 26th, I went surfing. It was deadly. It was deadly. It was just taught me so much about just relaxing. It taught you not to go together again with a flu. I, no, no problem doing it. It just taught me just accept what you have and, and get on with it. What are you going to do? What was I going to do? Cry my eyes out because I had the flu on my holidays? It taught me tolerance because I was in the car- camper van, little, little camper van, with me, 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 and I was just thinking, I won't be able to handle hanging out with him for a week, the two of us being sick. But it just taught me tolerance. Yes. There you go. So anyway, I was out sofing and between the jigs and the rails, I was in the big fo- boy sofa and I'm not a big boy sofa and I had a couple of accidents and one of the accidents was I dislocated the tip of my little finger because I had the leash wrapped around it. A big wave came in. Anyway, me finger dislocated and I pushed it back in, put a little splint on it, came home, went into the rapid injury clinic in Smithfield. Within an hour, I was seen by a non-Irish brown person. Yeah? Yeah. 20 minutes later, I got an x-ray in a room by a non-Irish brown woman. Yeah. Um, another 20 minutes later, somebody else came in to check on me and they were like, you know, Eastern European person. I went in, all nice people they were. I went into the hospital the next they day. They looked after you, basically. I went into the hospital the next day for surgery. Yes. I probably got the care of about 15 people. Some of them Irish, some of them male, some of them white, some of them brown, some of them... Italian, some of them Chinese, some of them fucking African, but they all fell over themselves all to give me people. care and love and attention. Very, very good. And I'm telling you what, if I want to throw that back in their face and say we only want white Christian Irish people in this country, what a fucking idiot I am. What a hypocrite I am. Yes. They fell over themselves to save my tiny little finger. While there's people in this country dying of fucking COVID and whatever else, flu and trolleys. Me, fucking Tico from Ballymoan, paid 75 quid and got treated like a fucking king. Very good. And I'm telling you now, it made me really look at where we are as a country. If we think that this country will survive with just safe white Irish Christian people we need to get our fucking head out of our arses supposing this country went upside down the way you say that supposing this country (laughs) (laughs) supposing this country went upside down in in a year's time just say that yeah and the majority of people had to flee from this country for one reason or another and let's say the Brits got that initial ah, look, whatever, Dean. look whatever let's right. say, oh, like, uh, okay sorry go on I'm just saying I'm not going to start always at the Brits which reason you're, you're, you're dead down the Brits is <laughs> uh, any wonder there's none of them over here in Ireland uh, suppose and say right again this country upside down and say for one reason or another that the Irish people had to flee Ireland and head to America or England or whatever somewhere country. where they're not white and they don't speak whatever English whatever country takes them in yes. Iceland or that's why yeah um, what would the feeling be then, like um, about the day half? And it, and it, it did happen before. We know that back in the war times, where um, they all had to emigrate to America and we stuff. Had a fucking famine. America, uh, not just to America, emigrate to to anywhere they could. The best way of putting it, even for to get work or one thing or another. So, um, what's the difference then of of of, of um, other people coming in here to this country? Just to live, Martin. Don't be making this about other people. We want what we want. 
We're not getting what we want. Um, fuck everyone else. I don't care about anyone else. I'm just looking out for me and me ma and me sister and me brother. I, I'm all right, Jack. And I don't really give a rat's about any fucking other people. And don't be trying to set me up going, what if Ireland was at war tomorrow? Ireland's never going to be at war. Yeah. There's never going to be a famine here. We're never going to be colonised. We'll never have to move out of this safe little country yeah, and travel the world and look to scrape out a living in the, all the different pockets all over the world. Maybe look That's for, a fucking maybe, fantasy. Maybe look for rations, never mind anything else. So, I don't know, Dean's hard to keep everybody happy, isn't it? I think... People are what they are, that's for it. For me, my New Year's resolution is sing more songs. Yeah, be go tolerant. Go on, sing a song. No woman, no crime. Well, a woman, no crime. No, you say, woman, no woman, no crime. crime. Yeah. No traveller women on the podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get your knickers uh, out of a twist. Uh, relax. It's not yeah. about you. Just chill the fuck out. You're definitely going to get sacked. Get up. Stand up. Stand up for your rights, yeah. Stand up for your rights. <laughs> You're getting personal out here, Get up, you? stand up. Uh, the traveller's gonna fight. So what do you think of the weather over Christmas anyway? The weather? Yeah. I was in fucking Spain, it was 25 degrees. Well, you're only a week over there. You weren't over there for a month, were you? I don't mind a bit of bleeding wind and, and a bit of rain. Silly question, you were stuck in a camper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like and you. I was like you, you were, for a week, stuck in a you camper. You were stuck in a camper. <laughs> and you are packed by the sea. <laughs> uh. Give us an old tune there. What song, been, what song were you singing on the way in? It would have been a nice picture. It would have been a nice picture there. To, to, uh, what are to, you avoiding singing for? I'm saying it would be a lovely picture, the, the, the photo of the camper and the sea and the thumb out, the sore finger <laughs> the thumb, out the and window. And me puking into a bucket, <laughs> snotting and puking into a bucket. Oh my What God. would be our New Year's resolution, New Martin? Canaries. What's that? What's your New Year's resolution? Uh, for, the, new, for yourself and for the podcast. My New Year's resolution, basically, give up the drink. I'm going to give up the drink. Stop talking shit. You hardly drunk and drink a oh. point a, a year. <laughs> okay. Um, giving up uh, basically talking about people like in a bad and negative way, like a bad way. That's not a bad one, yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? Jiving people. No, I like driving people. Yeah, but it doesn't pay anything to a relationship. Like you try and jive me, we have a bit of fun, but yeah. it doesn't add anything to a relationship. No, that's I'd right. rather show you love. No, I'll tell you what it is. You see, the thing about it is, if you haven't got a sense of humour, that's that, that is definitely not my problem. So if I'm joking with you and slagging with you and having the crack with you, yeah, yeah, and you're just sitting there like an old, ah, look, I don't know what, what to call you, but I mean, I kind of get a, a, a laugh out of you, one to another. Obviously, that's your problem, without a doubt. So if you want to, uh, as the fella said, cheer up a little bit in life, yeah, go along with it. Go along with the so jibes. Your New Year's resolution is to get me to cheer up more. No, my, I'm going to double my jibes on you. <laughs> <laughs> twice you've had I'm to slag you twice as I've much. I've had to rip the piss out of you the for this whole podcast. Is, the only thing that you didn't um, even realize it. I did realize it. I, I know when you're uh, when you're. I know when you're sogging. Did you hear that one? Sogging, no. When you're sogging, yeah. When you're talking to somebody, yeah, and you're actually winding them up and they don't realize it. <laughs> That's well, what you call. And you're it. helping me wind you up. Yes. That's what you call sogging. You're pouring honey into your own ear. Yes, that's what you call sogging somebody. <laughs> so I know when you're uh, when you're sogging and when you're not. Yeah, Dean, the other thing about it is having a bit of crack, a bit of slag and a mess and enjoyment and being in better form if, if possible, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Can but we, you can make a person be that, like, you know what I mean? It ha it has can to, we tell uh, people what we've done before we uh, recorded the come, podcast? Um, no, it has to become... No, we uh, can't tell them. No, it has to I'm going to tell them. Uh, <laughs> so before it we recorded the podcast, natural. 
Before we report, that's what I was trying to say. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't be stepping on my words. Before we recorded the podcast, Martin was here, and I've been saying it to him for six months. Get in and record, and we recorded two songs. Now we might never release them. You might never hear them, but the chances are you will. That's not important. What's important is Martin, at fifty years of age, sat in a studio with me and recorded two songs, and he was very, very comfortable doing it. Now. He's shy and he's not going to want you to know any of this, but I'm letting you know. Before you even hear his voice, he's fucking shy. But it's, he's going to get over it. 2023, Martin okay. will conquer his shyness. It's okay, Dean. There's no problem. To, you can tell, tell, tell my business. It's all goes one way. <laughs> You're doing a fucking podcast. Feel free. You're doing a podcast. Cop on to yourself. We have a great opportunity here. You know who doesn't do a podcast? Who? Dead people. We're alive and we're doing a bleeding podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sure, so grab it by both hands or else get off the fucking, get off the road. I think we need to move this podcast forward in because I'm sort of like, I don't want to say the words like, but I'm a little bit tired of looking at you like and even talking to you and all that like. Well, look, we're obviously going to have some traveller women on soon, so that's going to be amazing. Yeah, You're going to sing a live song on the podcast. That's going to be good. We might even record a podcast, you know, somewhere else in the country, the west of Ireland or something. That's going to be fun. Somebody's going to come to us and give us sponsorship. That's going to be amazing. Dean, All this stuff is going to happen uh, in 2023. Tell me, tell me another thing here as well, will you please? You actually reached out to a lot of people about our podcast, didn't you? Yeah. Now, you, like, everybody that you, that you reached out to, you told me they were all good friends of yours. Is that right? Well, you know, good friends is probably a fabrication no, no, of the no, truth. No, I would my, know them. No, but this is what, what, I'm, what I'm reading is that they're good friends of yours. I would know a lot of people and I've reached out to a lot of people. I don't need to mention names or anything no, because no. that wouldn't be fair. Like, And I, my understanding was that they were good friends of yours. Okay. And You're getting very serious. Some of them have got back to you but some of them haven't even replied to you. How is that? Because people have their own shit. No, I do understand and appreciate that people are busy and all that. People have their stuff, own like, shit. You know. Not everyone, this podcast isn't the centre of the universe for anybody other than me and no, you. No, that's right, yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of it. People have their own shit. Some people would be they would think coming on a podcast with me and you uh, would be a difficult thing do to do. Do you want me to step aside for a while and see can you, uh, <laughs> see can you get your friends on? <laughs> do you think it's because they're not coming in because nah. there's a traveller man here? Think come on, what you joke with you? I think that the biggest fear would be being on a microphone with me because I'm a big mouthy fucker. Oh, is that right, Jack? Could be. Possibly, Could be. Yeah. You don't know. Well, look, not I'm not going to suggest up. where people are at. People know where they're at. If you want, if anybody wants to get on this bleeding podcast, reach out. Get out, for, get out, come out and have a bit of crack. Get on the bleeding phone. Give us a show. Come on some, down. Something different for a change, like you know what I mean. Let, here, let's do something that other people aren't doing because the world—it's a big old bad scary world. Let's make it a little bit more fun and interesting. So when you came back from um, what do you call it for Chris from from Christmas, yeah. So what was your uh, your thing in the new year then? Into the new year, basically. One of the things I started to do was honestly, truthfully tell me girlfriend all the time that I'm just mad about her. Oh, don't do it, Dean. Don't do it. Oh, I'm telling you, it's great. Just yeah. the honesty in... I'm getting very comfortable in honesty and getting very comfortable in being vulnerable. Very, you're getting very lonesome there. and very... Um, no, no, look... We have this thing where we have to be big macho men. I am very comfortable being a non-macho man. I'm very, I'm getting very comfortable being honest and vulnerable. So basically, it took you to go to uh, the Canary Islands. To realise. No, and to be completely stranded <laughs> with a flu, a camper van that ran out of diesel, 
the waves coming in on the beach hitting the sides of it. <laughs> yeah, they realise what I had right in front of me. A shop about 10 miles away. <laughs> no food in the camper van. Yeah. And uh, your other uh, your other half, your, your friend, what was his name? Uh, Stephen got the flu off you. Why did you catch it off him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So basically, the two of you nearly killed each other in the back of a camper van without leaving a hand to each other. But Martin, I'm telling you now, it brought us closer. Yeah, but I'm t- what I'm saying to you is that you literally had to go to hell and back just to, to realise yeah. that you had a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, uh, I think that time away enhances the relationship, enhances the love. The healthiest thing is to have a little bit of time, a little bit of yeah, space. Yeah, but Dean, in all honesty, when you're ugly, you're going to have that fear. Martin, you'd know about all about women leaving You'd yeah. know all about no, the I'm bleeding. I'm 32 years married. You're a baboon-looking fucker. I'm 32 years married. She hasn't left me yet. So there must be something. <laughs> she must be blind in uh, both of the no, eyes. No, she's good eyesight, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we... we <laughs> Darling, let's turn back the years and go back to yesterday. Here we go. Let's pretend that time has stopped and I didn't go away. Oh, my God. We had our love to make us happy. I love you, Martin. It wasn't meant to bring us tears. You're my hero. Let's pretend that time has stopped. So, darling, let's turn. Back to you. That's what you need to do, Dean. That's, that's the reason I sang oh that song for you. Oh, my God. Martin, you're at the filling me heart full of love. It's had to take that's us 40 episodes. Yeah. That's the song you need to sing to Emma when you come home from for the, the liberation of Martin Stokes. With all the suffering you went through for a week. Lads, you have no have. idea the smile on me and his face. And I know you are out there smiling going, come on, that's lads. More song. of this shit. More of the real yeah. shit. That's the song you need to sing to her when you come home. <laughs> the next time you come home from the Canary Islands yeah. after suffering for a week in it. <laughs> Darling, let's oh. turn back the years. <laughs> Lads, episode oh my 40, a traveller and a country man kicking ass. Love yous all. So that's us for this episode. Traveller and a Countryman podcast. If you like it, let us know, share it around, and uh, shall we see you on the road?